The Unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous on cliffcentral.com. And it's a good morning on cliffcentral.com. This is how we start the day. Um, we're back with some magic. Of course, it's the Mandela month, the Mandela week. And it's uh, good to be with you. You can always get a hold of us on 0861 My name is Alan Ford, and this is The Unview. And uh, we've got some great specials coming up in the next month or so. We, we're, we're going to, to replace Sumizi. You know, we are? The, yeah, he left us, the oh. bastard. He, he, he basically had an affair on me. You know, we had a secret love affair. Oh, and man, then he left. And uh, basically, I've just made this decision that I, I don't want him in my life at all. So it's a divorce. It's a divorce, basically. And I'm happy about it. Because, yeah, I am. I am. He was far too law slave for me. He was a, a real slut. Um, no and I, I didn't appreciate that. I just think it's rude. Yeah. And uh, the amount of affairs that he had and the way he did stuff, so he just doesn't work for me anymore. So I'm sorry. <laughs> and this fame has gone to his head. So, you know, it's just one of those things. Well, he's living the dream. Living what dream? He well, that's, a, that's what the show is called. You know, do you know, how, do you know how you lose a man is yeah. how you got that man. And, you know, he had his affair on his first husband with me. Yeah. And that was the problem. <laughs> that was the problem. And he's now been cheating on the whole country. He's messing around in every every single city. Yeah. And Dorp, I actually think he might be sleeping with that guy from the SABC. No way, it's no. possible. Yes, it's very possible. <laughs> you know, I, I heard that that's, that was my last straw. That was the divorce. And you call it the quits. betrayal was quits is quits. Done. But we will have him next week on the show <laughs> to chat, chat a bit about that. Welcome to the show. It is The Unview. Where we talk a lot of wonderful, crazy things, and it is the thin, the rich, and the fabulous, and still haven't worked out exactly which one of those I am, as yet. But we'll we'll work it out. You are the thin. Eh, I want to be. The, I want to be the rich. Okay, you, all of it. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, if you've joined us, just remember you can also tweet us, uh, you can also Facebook us, and you can WeChat um, throughout the show. My name is Alan Ford. It's good to be with you. Great show lined up. Um, we are celebrating Nelson Mandela, of course. We've got uh, Madiba Day happening on the 18th of July. Um, so we're going to chat about 67 Blankets for Mandela with Carolyn Stain. We're going to talk about the Mandela photo competition. We're going to have some very special guests in studio. And also we're going to talk to the creator of the Madiba shirt. And uh, throughout the show we may also grab a bit of Danny Kay or PJ Powers just to, just to do something really fun. For him, uh, that's the show that's that's we planned for. But on the line, I want to go to the wonderful, the magical Carolyn Stain. Carolyn, welcome to the show. Hello, fabulous Alan. My fabulous Carolyn Stain, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm busy. I'm busy rushing like a headless chicken. I know with because blankets. because you and the blankets and the prisons and it's going crazy. Tell me, all, first and foremost, Carolyn, sixty-seven blankets for Nelson Mandela Day. Where did this? How did this begin? We've never done this before, you and I. You know what? It started about two and almost a half years ago. I mean, it, I mean, it seems like 10 years now because we've just been running, running, running. Um, where Zell de la Francie, Mandela's assistant, mm-hmm. challenged me to make 67 blankets by Mandela Day 2014. And I thought it couldn't be that much of a problem, except I don't have 67 friends. And the friends that I did have said they don't cook, they don't knit, they're too busy. And yes. so, in desperation... Living in Stain City or something. I mean, yes, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't match. It, exactly. So, at 3 o'clock one morning, I created a group on Facebook called 67 Blankets for Nelson Mandela Day. It's now 67 Blankets for Nelson Mandela Day, South Africa, because we're in so many countries around the world, asking complete strangers to help. If there's anybody out there who might be able to help me, 
make a blanket. And lo and behold, I mean, it's just hooked into the heart of so many people. You know, we were very fresh from the loss of Madiba at the time. So I think that people really wanted to connect in a way to do something in the name of Nelson Mandela and not necessarily wait for the 18th of July, Mandela Day, to do that, but to make every day a Mandela Day with each and every stitch that we make with our own two hands because Madiba did say, it is in your hands now. And we, nitwits for Madiba, we are listening. You're a nitwit. I love it. Um, yes. Carolyn, I, I, I think a lot of people don't realize the very close connection both you and in particular your husband, Dostain, had with Madiba. Tell me about the very first time you met him. Do you recall it? I do very, very well. In Didn't fact, he live in I your did. home at one stage? He did. He did. He did. But that was actually before. You know, he lived with my husband in his home, which is now the Saxons. Uh, many years ago when he came out of prison. Um, but I remember when I met my husband, probably about 17 years ago, he was rushing off to meet with his father, Madiba. You know, it was very much a father-son relationship. And I was in my house sock, you know, barefoot, looking, no makeup, hair just, you know, a mess. And I said goodbye to him. And he walked off to the car, and then he came running back saying, Carolyn, Carolyn, come, come, come. <laughs> so I found myself certainly not dressed for the occasion. Um, and, you know, when, when, when Doe says, come, you, you just, you uh. know, jump to attention. And um, then I thought I'd be sitting in the car while he was in Madiba's house. And no, 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 I got dragged in. You know, I would have liked to have, you know, made an effort for that day in terms of the way I look, but not to be. And I remember being so struck by this man who was so tall and so elegant and so presidential and so warm and wonderful. But I never forgot, and all the, all the times that I did spend with Madiba, I never, I never forgot the fact that this was, you know, the most special man that I ever ever, ever knew. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something, I don't want to say godly, there was something just so extraordinary about his presence. You know, one could, one could never misbehave in front of Madiba. Which is, which is, which is exactly, yeah, no, you didn't want to, even though you had a, a delicious sense of humor, and delicious it was. He was yeah. funny, and he was, he was cute, and he was, but if you were strict, you didn't even think about it. I know, I had a very similar experience. Um, because, yeah. you know, we also, Gareth and I got to know him quite well. We, into, we became very good friends with Manda. So we used to go to the house, and we used to walk in the garden, and, uh, or, or be, and he'd be walking around the house, and you just, like, there's Madiba walking around his own <laughs> home with, you're watching movies and popcorn. It's kind of a bit strange. Uh, we had some of those special experiences, but it just showed you that he was a man, Amongst men, because he was he, his humility shone shone through. Um, Absolutely, d- you spent a lot of time in your your life with Doe with him, did you not? Absolutely, and you know, I, I'm just thinking back to the time where you know, my my husband built a, a home for him on the game farm, our game farm Shambhala. I'll never forget that. And, <laughs> and you know, um, the first time I got left alone with Madiba in his house, we were sitting in the lounge, and Doe had gone off to do something. And there I was, alone with Madiba. I mean, how frightful is that? And there he was, sitting and looking at me, and I started crying. <laughs> okay. How and actress of you. 
<laughs> no, it was so bizarre. And he was going, Caroline, you know, what, what, what? You know, why are you crying? I said, I'm just thinking of my mom, my late mom, how proud she would have been seeing her daughter here with Madiba all alone. I spent a lot of one-on-one time with him, which was just really quite special, especially on the game farm. You know, when people were running off to go and take pictures of, you know, going on game drives, etc., mm. um, going on elephant rides, which we used to have at the time, and Madiba would be on his own in the game vehicle, and then I would always go and sit with him. So that was incredibly special. Carolyn, um, that is wonderful memories, and I hope one day you write a book about it because I think it would be quite, quite incredible. Um, mm. I want to ask you a, a couple of other things. So, so you've now started this project. I remember you telling me around about two years ago that you were under quite a bit of pressure to get 20, was it 21,000? And you were at 2,100, I think. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't quite, we didn't quite get there. But let me tell you something. We had thousands of blankets, and this was, you know, I had mm. this, this, I suppose, a cooked idea of of um, covering the grounds of the Union Building with a sea of blankets made by our knitwits from Madiba all around South Africa. So I put it out. You know, Wendy Nuhabe said to me because I, I said we're going to get six thousand seven hundred blankets playing on the sixty seven. And she looked at me and she said, what's wrong with 67,000 blankets? We've got enough people. And then I said to her, okay, you know what? i tell you what, you do this. Because, you know, it, <laughs> it's difficult. You know, the logistics are enormous. And then I met with the Nelson Mandela Foundation. Mm. And I said, 67,000, it's a lot of blankets. You know, I don't know if I can do, I don't know if I can rally people to do that. And then they suggested that perhaps, you know, to mark 21 years of our democracy, we do a call for 21,000 blankets, which is what we did very publicly. Um, we didn't reach that number. We, we reached probably about 9,000 blankets. But let me tell you, 9,000 blankets across the lawns of the Union Building, around the statue of Madiba looking mm. down, mm. smiling. Those aerial photographs, and let me yes. tell you, the no-fly zone at the U- no-fly zone at the Union Building. We had a helicopter and we had a drone. It just, I don't know, Madiba magic. Somehow, the helicopter arrived. I'd worked so hard for months to try and get permission for the helicopter. On the day the helicopter arrived, it was amazing. So those photographs, if you Google 67 blankets for Nelson Mandela Day, um, you see the most extraordinary photographs, aerial photographs, of a sea of blankets made with our own two hands around Madiba. And, you know, I'm so sad that, that he's not here to see it. But maybe, maybe he's looking down. Uh, I, I, I would imagine so. He is looking down. And, and more importantly, Carolyn, these are blankets that are given to people that are cold. And especially his, his birthday happens around about what you call Christmas and winter, which is, might be very appropriate. And so does Mandela Day and so does Mandela Month. It's the coldest, one of the coldest, well, it is the coldest month of the year mm. generally. And um, it's a great time to be able to, to give blankets to people that are cold. Um, where do you distribute Absolutely. the blankets? Where do you, what do you do with them? I mean, where do they go? What happens is, you know, we do, we do this, um, we, we went to Drakensend Prison in the Western Cape April 22 this year mm-hmm. to also smash a Guinness World Record because India had beaten us in the Wool Cup. So um, we, we chose April 22 to mark 22 years of our democracy and also April because it's before the cold hits us. 
So that after this, you know, this PR stunt or whatever you'd like to call it, we are then able to distribute before the winter hits. So we make every day a Mandela day in the work that we're doing with our own two hands and in distributing not just on the 18th of July. By the 18th of July, we want our blankets to be out. So immediately after, you know, we, we smashed the Guinness World Records, we, just, we started distributing blankets. So we are in the midst of distributing over 15,000 blankets as we speak. And that which goes to uh, children's homes, old age homes? Goes to children's homes, old age homes, informal settlements, um, oncology units. You know, ch- there are babies wrapped in, in newspaper. You know, uh, uh, children, we've, we have provided a blanket for every child living behind bars. The children are allowed to stay with their mother mm. for their first two years. So every single one of those babies we have provided a blanket for. And, um, and Carolyn, you, so, go, you often yeah. go to jail. I mean, yeah, I found you. Where are you? I'm, Sorry, I'm in jail. I spend a lot, a lot of You're time in jail. In jail. Well, you, yes. We're not committing any crime. <laughs> you spend more time in jail <laughs> than anyone imaginable. I think actually you'll end up spending your life more time in jail than Oscar. But I mean, that's just, <laughs> yeah, it's serious. I mean, so, well, well, I think that is quite a serious um, Yes, you do. You You're know, always in jail. Yeah. And, and yeah. literally in jail, just getting people to, 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 to make blankets. blankets yeah. Yes. Because, and I'm sure, uh, yeah. you know, it's, a bit, it's very difficult to get into jail unless you do something wrong. I mean, I remember yeah. two years ago sort of knocking at the, the, the gates of the prison saying, I, you know, I want, I want people to make blankets. Um, and now we've formed, a, 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 we've got an understanding and an MOU with the National Commissioner, Zach Modise, mm-hmm. um, whereby all prisons in South Africa have 67 blankets as part of their, their program for rehabilitation and skills development. And it really has changed the lives of many, many, many inmates. Um, and you know, some of my friends get cross with me because, you know, I spend a lot of time in jail and I give time to people who are the forgotten people, and some should be forgotten. But, you know, I do believe that a lot of the people that I deal with, your know, inmates behind bars, are not necessarily bad people. They just did bad I think things. Anybody, mm. anybody can find themselves in an orange uniform. You know, there but for the grace of God go I, because I think I too, at one point in my life, when I got so angry and lost my mind, I could have ended up in, you know, thank thank goodness I didn't have a gun on me at the time. Mm -hmm. You you, you make a very good good point, and it's nice to get people to give back, because those blankets that they do, that prisoners make, um, go out back into the community, which is a they go back. They, they go back into the communities that have been hurt, and that's what we're doing this Mandela month. Um, you know, I'm going to various prisons around the country. I think on the 18th of July, I'll be in Port Elizabeth at St Albans Prison. <laughs> I'm going jail. to Dark and Stain. You, you were meant to be in Bloom Prison today, weren't you? I was meant to go to Bloemfontein, but you know, I just can't be everywhere. No, you can't. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I've got a lot of work to do in the garage, our 67 blankets headquarters. So, but I'll be going to about six, six prisons this month. And Zondervata, maximum security guys spending life, you know, life sentences. Um, they made 908 blankets and, and are busy doing more as we speak. So, um, we will be doing something there whereby, you know, we have members of the community coming to receive blankets because those, those inmates can't go up because they are life sentences, you know, mm. at maximum. 
But some of the others, you know, dark and stained, some of the inmates will be able to be out in the community to hand over blankets to to communities in need. Carolyn, it so, was it, it was lovely chatting to you, and it was such an appropriate uh, conversation because of your 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 very close ties with the the great man himself, plus what you're doing for the communities. We're going to have to leave you here, but I, I want to ask you the following: How do people get involved? Do they knit? Do they donate money yeah, or yarn? Knitting, I know you. It's the knitting. It's the knitting revolution for Madiba. Of course, we're looking for wool. That is the biggest challenge. Yeah. Wool, or even money There's for so wool. <laughs> thousands of people who've got the will who do not have the wool. So yes, please go to our website www.67blankets.co.za. You can email me. I look at all the emails. Info at 67blankets.co.za. And our Facebook is 67 Blankets for Nelson, Nelson Mandela, Mandela Day, South Africa. So I'd love everyone, every one of your listeners, to join the knitting revolution for Madiba in whichever way they would like to. The knitting revolution is sounding so clever and you are brilliant. Well done. Well done. Thanks for blanket coverage, Alan. Always good. And thank you for keeping us warm. Thank you, Carolyn Stain. Thank you. 67 Blankets for Nelson Mandela Day. And, of course, www.67blankets. That's the number six and seven. Blankets. .co.za. Great, great initiative, a great thing. Do you know why? Because it doesn't fit. Carolyn, if you look at her background and mm-hmm. know, and this is what's so wonderful is that it's such a beautiful, basic thing. When I say it doesn't fit her, that Carolyn could literally be traveling the world yeah. in her fi- 15 private yachts and helicopters, mm-hmm. which she doesn't. And that is what I love about people that realize that 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 doing for others is better than doing for themselves. It's, I, I love it. I think it's absolutely brilliant and, of course, very close to Madiba. That's just such a, a great interview. Lots more coming up on the show. We're going to chat about the Mandela Day photo competition. We're also going to chat to the creator of the Mandiba shirt, who I think is on the line. We're going to chat to in a second. And uh, we've got uh, uh, also two well-known personalities joining us in studio, uh, Mahandra Raghanath. Hannah Huff, correct, and uh, Clive Maestri, just to talk a bit about their careers, what they're doing with uh, Mandela Day photos. I also want to see what they're up to. You know, the, the, the SABC, if we want to speak about the SABC, that's what we'll be doing. Uh, this is CliffCentral.com. I'm Alan Ford. A very interesting book that I have in front of me. It's called Mandela Shirts and Me. And uh, Desiree Bursky is, uh, is on the line. Desiree, you there? Desiree, you there? Desiree's not there. Desra's not there yet. Okay, that's, can we try to get Desra up, please, before we, yeah, I don't know what's going on here now. All right, you can get a hold of us on 0861 Twitter at cliffcentral.com, and Facebook us at cliffcentral. Um, we're going to chat also about a few very other, inter- other interesting things that are happening in the next couple of weeks. We've got Cuspin Invest coming on the show next Is week. Is coming? Yeah. Is he bringing his ponytail with? Is, I don't know that ponytail, it's going to be quite cute. I mean, it's Casper. And the new vest. I don't know what the I, whole thing is. I, about. I think we should call it the new vest. Yeah, but he's doing this lovely. I don't know what he's doing. He's doing this new <laughs> video with Pips. I don't know what he's up to. But we, we get, there's something really great happening next week. So he's so coming he's, up. He's coming up. He's in studio. Can't wait. Oh, he'll be fun. I can't wait. Oh, he, he'll be, he'll be good. And then we're also going to have a. So a few other interesting people up, coming up on the program. All right, coming back to what we were saying. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Desiree Bursky, Mandela's Shirts and Me. The book is very interesting. I have it in front of me. I have not read it as yet. Welcome to the show. Hi, good morning, everybody. How are you guys doing? It's, it's, uh, I'm exceptional. Thank you for joining us. I've got to tell you something. It is, I've, I've paged through the book, um, and I'm looking at the photos, Desiree, and I am, yes. you know, you think about people that have been photographed with Nelson Mandela. 
But your product or your shoots have been the most photographed thing I think ever. With I mean, if you had to think about it, because he's with everybody with these shirts on. Where did it huh. begin? How did this all start? You know, it started actually with with a dream, a wish, and a prayer. I was still living in the United States at the time. My parents had immigrated when I was just turned twenty, and um, by the time nineteen ninety two rolled along. I was really having a missing passion to come back home. I was missing South Africa. And with the emerging and the talk of Nelson Mandela's release, I just needed to be back here and be a part of this new South Africa that was coming to life. And as this process started to unfold in the country and it started to unfold within me, I just had this incredible burning desire to meet the man. And I honestly thought it was going to be an impossible feat. I didn't think that it was ever going to happen because I figured there's, you know, billions of others out there who would have an opportunity faster than I would. And then coming back to South Africa, I really started to just, <laughs> it was, it became a, a personal passion where I just really ate, dreamed, prayed, slept, and talked to my close friends and family about this desire that I have to meet this incredible human being. And that's how it started. And then... One evening, um, it was a couple of days before the inauguration, I was sitting having dinner at um, close family, my dad's sister, and uh, my cousin's husband happened to mention to me that Nelson Mandela was making a visit to the Muslim community that evening, um, which was the 6th of May, 1994, and, and that he was coming to a local synagogue in Cape Town the very next morning, and I thought, oh my gosh, this is going to be like the highlight of my life. And I went home that night, and all I could think about was giving him a gift. I just wanted to show him some kind of a token of appreciation. And um, the very next day when I went to the synagogue, I took this gift, which I went to my cupboard. It was half past ten at night. I mm -hmm. didn't have time to go gift shopping or gift card shopping. And I went to my cupboard, and there was really only one extra-large long-sleeve shirt from my a shop that I'd closed um, some months before in the United States, and I just thought, well, that's going to have to do, you know, it's extra large, it might fit him, if it doesn't, he'll give it away, maybe he'll wear it as a pajama top, <laughs> and he's probably going to give it away, and the the day after uh, the inauguration, um, which we all know, the whole country mm. was glued around TVs, and I think it was the biggest inauguration the planet Earth has ever seen, with kings and queens and bishops, and you name it, was here, uh, to be a part of this un unfolding in the emergence of Nelson Mandela as our new president. And the very next day, I'd come back from the gym, and somebody, a friend of mine, called me and said to me, Desiree, have you seen the burger? And I was like, no, I don't read the burger. I'm not Afrikaans speaking. <laughs> she said, well, you better go, better go down the hill and get yourself a newspaper like now. <laughs> and to be honest, uh... I thought it was something to do with an environmental um, issue that I was involved with. And... When I got home and opened the paper, I was literally dumbstruck. I remember pinching myself and saying, that is my shirt, but my it shirt. can't be. And, uh, you know, and this was just the beginning of the most incredible journey of my life. What a privilege, what an honor, and what a way to represent our country. And, yeah, I just I love telling these stories and sharing these details with you guys. Thank you for inviting me on. Thank you, love. And and Deirdre, what was so interesting is that the Rolling Stone uh, magazine had it in 1989. One of the shirts was worn by Stevie Ray Warren. And then, of course, yes. you know, Bruce Springsteen wore it as well. And then so all of a sudden, you know, you, you're in the United States, you come back to South Africa. And the man, how many shirts did you make for him? 
Well, in the year that led up to before I met him, the year, so from 94 to 95, to the end of 94, really, I'd given him about, say, 15 shirts out of my shop. So mm-hmm. they weren't specially made for him. They were just existing part of my ranges at the time. But from 95, after the first time I got to meet him, and um, I offered my services to him, and he asked me what I did, and then he said to me, how would I like to make silk shirts for him? Um, I've I've had the honor of making over 150 hand-painted silk shirts for Nelson Mandela. For him specifically? I mean, yes. Okay. And you obviously, yes. and, and these are shirts, do you have replicas of them, or do they? Um, I've, we now have made a few replicas, which mm-hmm. we auction for charity. Okay. Um, but we still do carry on making the silk shirts that are available. Yes, I've seen them. It's Anthony, I've seen it. Yeah. Yes. Mm. It's it's a phenomenal story of connecting with the man. Uh, so did you did you did you? <laughs> hold on. One has to ask the question. How does yes. it work? Because I mean, I've I've, I've had an experience. Carolyn Stan had an experience. Um, how did it work? Did the man just obviously someone at the office would phone and say, "Please bring shirts," and then did you did you have to fit him? Well, you see, what happened was, is, I mean, let's get back to the beginning of the story. After the first year, um, so, so actually after that first photograph was in the newspaper on when he wore it to the dress rehearsal of opening of Parliament, um, after that day, um, I had sent, I'd actually called his PA, Mary Makladana, who became a great colleague and friend of mine. Mm. Um, that was literally immediately, she opened like the next door and started receiving shirts from me thereafter. And, um, what happened was, is 12 months later, she called me out of the blue and said, um, Desiree, I'm busy organizing a breakfast and tea for you to come and meet the president. And in which case, I almost passed out of shock because I couldn't believe this was even happening. And then I said to her, oh my gosh, when she said to me, it's going to be on Monday morning. And I, this was uh, May 95. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, Mary, please don't do this to me. I'm not going to be here next week. She goes, well, how about tomorrow morning, nine o'clock? And... It was at that point that I got to meet Nelson Mandela, and that's when um, we we had a heart-to-heart talk about several things. And I said to him that I wanted to be of some kind of service to him or the national, the government of national unity. And and he said to me, "What do you do?" And I said, "Well, I'm a shirt maker." And that's when he said, "How would you like to make silk shirts for me?" It's incredible. Eh? And what that is story. when the, the the shirt the silk shirt era began. And then I had the incredible honor, incredible privilege, incredible mystique of a journey to be able to show up at Tainhase, excuse me, at Canardendal, which was his residence in Cape Town, where even the police guards at the front, um, I became known as Madiba Shirt Lady, and I kind of <laughs> just got stopped and waved through. So I actually used to take um, batches of silk shirts directly to his home at Canardendal in Cape Town. Well, I, I, the whole thing is an incredible story. I'd love for you to do an, uh, we'll do a one-on-one interview with you. Uh, but of course, it's, it's an honor to be a part of his life. And of course, uh, d- does a profit go or does a portion go off to charity or to any of, of that work that he does? What were you, were you saying now that what, when what you we're sell doing a, now? Uh, when you sell the yes. shirt, does a portion go okay. off to a charity? So, so what we do now is when, firstly, when we opened the shop in Sandton in November, mm-hmm. um, we auctioned a replica shirt and that a presidential shirt is directly connected to um, a school here in Cape Town um, that we, in Guguletu, it's called Sanwaba Primary. Mm-hmm. So we have um, basically chosen the school to, to make our donations to just so that we can physically see and physically donate. So, for example, recently they needed their roof to be redone. 
Um, and we don't just sort of sign off checks and say, okay, give it to the roof. We actually sign it and pay for the roof. We've paid for staff, um, staff room facilities. We've rebuilt their, um, the, the, the kids' toilets um, that they didn't have. They were really in disrepair. We actually started by repairing. We, we, we went in and actually planted their garden to start with. Um, so, so firstly, what I want to say is that Presidential is directly connected to San Waba Primary School. But then also what we do is, um, for example, this weekend, um, we, we had the trip for Mandela dinner. Mm. And, and we uh, sponsored the, 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 the event that night and, and presidential paid for the dinners, et cetera. Um, but it's, so it's not like every single shirt no, makes but, a donation directly. But, but you but do we, some stuff. On, on, a, on a very frequent basis, are making large donations and physical donations to the school. Magic, and magic. And I actually yeah. go there. And I actually go and do talks for the for the staff as well, which they absolutely love and adore. So yes. we go there physically. Last year, I went and actually with uh, my partners, and we went and scraped school windows, and they needed repainting, and we were physically there doing it. So, so sometimes we do it physically, but more often than not, we actually make um, financial contributions directly to the school for their upgrades and necessities. Desiree, I think it's absolutely phenomenal. The story's phenomenal. It's one of those stories. It's wonderful to see the Invictus photographs and Morgan Freeman wearing the shirt. It's such a, it's a, it's a great book. People must go and get it. It's a, it's one of those, yeah, it's really a special, special book. And, and if you own the shirt or you buy, have bought the shirt, it's something to keep. Uh, the creator of the Madiba shirt has joined us. Thank you, Desiree. Have a wonderful, wonderful Mandela day. And I look forward to speaking to you guys and on air again and sharing more parts of this amazing story and, you know, let's just uh, keep the Ubuntu life going from Madiba to each one of you guys. Lots of love. God Lots bless. of love. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks. And uh, that is the story of the Madiba shirt, which is fantastic. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm blown away by that type of stuff. I mean, how that is crazy. I, I just sent you, I sent the man a shirt. And the man wore the shirt. And then I made him 150 and it became the most famous shirt ever worn around the world. The, the shirt is more famous than, than Grasse Michelle in photographs. That is, that is the fact. I mean, that is how crazy that goes. Um, so yeah, we're discussing Mandela Day. It's happening, uh, happening very, very soon. What we are going to be doing is, uh, is uh, of course next week with Casper Neves, try and chat to what other people did. Mm-hmm. So we'll speak to PJ Powers, Danny Kay, the Miss South Africa, about what they did for Mandela Day or post Mandela Day. Of course, Cliff Central's got. Um, some magical things happening. Gareth will tell us all about that coming up in the next couple of days. Um, and of course, this is the Unview on cliffcentral.com. Um, on that note, uh, another wonderful thing, the Mandela Day photo competition. I thought this was really cool. It's called One Day in Time, www.onedayintime.net. And um, Peter Villiers and Chris Page, who are both the co-founders or of this concept, um, have joined me in studio. We're going to do it. We were meant to do it last week, but I thought this is such a great cause and such something so different and so interesting mm-hmm. that we would chat to these guys welcome to the studio thanks alan welcome thank you for joining awesome, us alan. how did this again it's another story of how things just blow out of proportion um you know <laughs> carolyn stan has got thousands of blankets on the union building lawns okay uh this lady who just gave a shirt to madiba is is auctioning shirts for hundreds of thousands of rands because it, you know the madiba wore them. I mean, it's magical stuff and i would imagine that this project is going to do the same thing mandela day photo competition tell me about it 
Well, Alan, um, uh, Carolyn said three things that um, align with, with um, this campaign. Number one, she said she woke up at three in the morning and initiated it. Mm, Same happened with this. Same happened with this. I woke up at three o'clock in the morning and felt something needed to be done to create some positive energy in this country. So I'll get into that in a bit more detail just now. The other thing she said is we need to instill Mendiba magic as often as possible. And I felt exactly the same and we felt it. And thirdly, she said, let's make every day Mandela Day. Mm -hmm. So linking all those three things, um, let me just sum it up by saying the one day in time Mandela Day photo competition is an idea where we invite every South African to use their cell phones, use cameras, whatever it is, to take an uplifting, positive, happy, um, uh, creative photograph of something in South Africa showcasing the magnificence and the beauty of this country mm-hmm. because it is a beautiful country and there's Absolutely. so many beautiful things. And if you focus on the positive, you'll see the po- positive. I was so tired of seeing all the negative, hearing all the negative in the pl- press. And I thought the more negative we see and hear, the more we focus on that and the more it becomes negative. So let's shift that focus and focus being in camera. Um, so let's, let's change that viewpoint. And let's create something really positive. But let's not stop and um, just do it once off. Let's do it every year. So every single year, we will have an ongoing campaign, which was launched actually on, only on the 1st of May mm-hmm. this year. And uh, inviting everyone to, to upload these photographs onto a website, onedayintime.net. And then it will be culminated in a b- online book on Mandela Day every single year. So this is why I wanted to. I was. I'm, I'm looking on my telephone because yeah. I wanted. To, I'm looking at this lovely event that was held at uh, La Vie en Rose, um, which had a, a peer, quite a lot of Peter Villas joined us, one of the co-founders, uh, which has quite a lot of well-known personalities that have got behind this project. And the the, the photographs are beautiful. The the winning photograph is a picture of of uh, it's called Gogo by Antoinette Ranica. Spot on. Okay, and it's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it's, mm. it's, these are incredible pictures, which allows you to, to put it on your selfies. Really, it's clever. Um, tell me about the event and what, what and how the, this then moved in, how this event came about. Kind of tied in. Yeah. Uh, how's it all? Um, uh, and thanks for having us. Yeah. It, it, you know, it was interesting because Chris was really, <laughs> as he said, he's the brainchild of the idea, and then he kind of three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he, and he, you know, then he's I been should be doing more things <laughs> at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> No, you know, I've got the celebrity show on, uh, on radio today. And, um, so I know some of these cele- celebs and he says, can you get us one or two celebs? You know, cause then you get the media interest. We all know the recipe. Mm-hmm. So I thought, <laughs> why get one or two when you can get like 80? I don't know. So <laughs> we ended up with like something like, I don't know, 30, 30 celeb judges and, you know, ranging this full spectrum from emo Adams right through to the voices, Bobby Fonyas, Fat Elton, um, trying to think, uh, you know, and, and we had the the, 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 the more serious, we had the, um, you know, Mahendra who reads the news on SABC3, the main anchor. Um, and Mahendra's in studio. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to do the, the news. Do the yeah. <laughs> and uh, Derek Watts was in there. And of course, Zalva Lagrange, you know. And, uh, and that's so, a, again, just a, an idea. To get people involved, and, and so whether it's yarn, and it's, it's part of the creative process, which I love. I love the fact that a lot of this is not just a check. It's not just a money box. It's doing something creative that can ch- – that because the output of – you could help me more, Chris, because you do metaphysical work. Yes. But 
I think financially or a flow of money or flow of energy, a creative outlet is sometimes well, the Well, yes, and if you put it out there, it's, yeah. it's, it's repetitive. It comes around in circle and it comes back. So it's not about the money. I mean, we funded this completely without the sponsorship of anything. Yes, we did have the, 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 the venue come on board and help us um, mm. with the launch and all that. But generally, this was all funded um, by ourselves, the, the website, everything. And as a Pierre, um, Pierre coined a phrase, he said, um, uh, all the participants in this did this for pride, not for prizes. Well, you see, that's what what I'm getting at is that when you when you when you're doing a, a beautiful blanket, when you're making a, a taking a beautiful photograph, whether you're making a beautiful shirt, whether you're doing something that is a part of the creative process, it becomes bigger than because you, because it's it's about you. It's not about the, no no price is you actually. Absolutely, absolutely. What goes around comes around, and everything comes. Uh, Otherwise, Instagram would be making gazillions by selling the Instagram picture of the year, which yeah. no one really. I don't think, <laughs> there might be one. I don't know. If and, and Alan, you know what? It's also about doing something positive. Everyone jumps at something positive. Every single celebrity that came on board, um, and Clive and Mahindra um, will be testing to that. Um, they did it because it's positive and uplifting. So in studio we have got Clive Maestri and Mahindra Raghunath. That's who, right. Hey, now, <laughs> you got it right. Slap myself, you know. One should prepare. It's like saying Charles and Nakula, and we couldn't get I'm that. I'm just kidding. It's no. the story of my life. People twist my name all the time. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Gareth and I had a, the pleasure of practicing Nosiviwa Mapisa Nakula so many times. Oh. To, to get because we couldn't interview on the show without saying it properly. So yes, we had to go practice Nosiviwa. Uh, but anyway, that being said, welcome to the show. Thank Can you, you please much. introduce? the news for us for if you people don't remember this man he's obviously well known i think he is i would say he is tv's most recognized face and voice ah and he kind. is he very is kind. he is and i want to say this he is the indian rian Kravachan with hair and yes, <laughs> yes it's real i pulled my hair <laughs> is, is the indian <laughs> it's real oh, that's, no very, yeah, that's very good <laughs> So let's do the news. Well, you know, they call me Raghunath, you know, yes. Rag. Rag. And <laughs> well, good, um, good evening and welcome to the news. <laughs> that's, well, that's, that's how you do it. I mean, I need the news today. Well, yeah. reporting live. Yeah. <laughs> so, t- so first of all, being a part of this, uh, this initiative? event and initiative, tell me about it uh, for you. Well, I think Pierre sent me a request to be a part, of, to be one of the part of the judging process, to be one of the judges mm-hmm. of this competition. And I think that the thing that hooked me was, the word that you used earlier was creativity, and mm-hmm. creativity is something for me is extremely special. It is for me something that I would I like to mo- uh, to promote in this world. Uh, may sound a bit strange because coming from a news anchor, you know, who works with very serious information and you know yes. disseminating information that is very very straight, you know, etc. Um, but for me, creativity is the key to unlocking everything in the universe. Mm. Um, when you do something creative, you tap into your, you tap into a space that is almost, it's, it's, it's divine. And, and this project mm. is about asking people to go out there, get into your creative space, pick up your phone or your camera and take a picture in the most creative way possible. And generally people will find things that are going to be impactful. Yes. Not frivolous. Now, frivolity is also fine. I mean, oh, yes, of course. Though, I mean, know, we do frivolity. selfies about 50 times a day. I know, day. so much. <laughs> <laughs> Us, Clive. King of selfies. We'll chat to Clive and Mace, about being the king of the selfie, because he really is. Uh, Clive, don't worry. When, people start, when, when photographers, they start following you, then you stop taking the selfies. That's how it works, generally. Yes. I'll assume he's doing more selfies than anyone yep. at the moment. But um, <clears throat> that being said, you... Um, 
You, you're correct. And you, you, if you look at the photos of Gogo, that the, the, the winning, what an impactful view. Mm. You know the lines on the Very face. Powerful. It's powerful. It's aged. The history that stands behind it. It's, um, it's quite an interesting thing. To yeah, and it talks about the journey that she's mm. taken. You know, in yeah. this in this in this lifetime that she's 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 been treading a particular journey, and etched on her face are all those marks, all the the markings of the events that have taken that have that have happened to her. And we are all because wrinkles do that exactly. And That's we are all age does. We are all ultimately a product of all the events that have happened to us. Mm. You know, it's and, only and be- when you get rid of those events that you can actually get rid of the wrinkles. Bear in <laughs> mind, Alan, that um, I agree with fully with Mahendra and. Uh, bear in mind that the photographer who took the winning photograph is not a professional photographer. Yes, exactly. and that's the point. Yeah. This is not a competition for photographers per se. This is anyone who has access to a cell phone or something and can take a lovely photograph of South Africa. There was a, a, a photograph that I think was the second run-up or second or third with Table Mountain and mm. yeah. Yeah. and, and, and the flag beautiful. also yes. beautiful. Yeah. And then of course that that, that flower. That's yeah, the cosmos. The cosmos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Mm. So again, it was very three very different. Were your t- those were the top three. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay. The and and yeah, it was it was it was great to see. But the thing is that it's so cool to to be able to to be creative and to be able to get out there and, and to to showcase your creativity. Uh, Mahendra, have you met Mediba? Did you ever? Oh yes, uh, I have. Yes. Tell me about that. Oh, it was. I think it was awe inspiring. Mm. You know, because where was it? Um, it was at the studios. Did you did you interview yes, him? Yeah, we we I spoke to him, and um, you know uh, when he shook my hand, I mean like I was trembling. You know there was such incredible. I had butterflies. I mean there's this this giant of a man who stru- you know who mm. who went through such incredible struggle. Um, you know incarcerated for twenty seven odd years, and 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 had lived such a. Um, you know, he could have ended up like that lady with with all those all those um, scars and cracks on his face, but mm. he didn't. You know, he didn't allow the events that um, that could have been and could have negatively impacted on him. He didn't. He didn't carry that on his shoulders. He just shrugged them off, and that is the message. You know that that I think he's been he's, he's that that he's been imbued with. And mm. he's, he's spread across South Africa that you don't need to carry those events with you, mm-hmm. no matter how bad they were, no matter how traumatic they were, no matter how uh, horrible, ghastly, etc. I'm running out of adjectives here. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. But because when you carry them with you, then you, beca- then you, then you end up walking with a stoop. Mm. You know, when he walked out of that prison, he, walked, he, was, he stood bolt upright. You know, his hands were up in the air. Mm. He inspired everyone the moment he stepped mm. out of that. So it was, for me, that was, when I met him, it was like, <clears throat> it was so, it was so you, you had to do an interview. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I was shaking, you know, mm. my palms were wet. It was, it, it, it was, it's, it's one of the most unbelievable. I've never had that experience again with anybody else. I don't think one, one will. Yeah, you won't. Yeah, well, we don't know if our, in our lifetime, we don't know what's going to happen. You yeah, never know. Exactly. Uh, but, but it, it is interesting to, to, to experience that. T- just a bit about your personal career. How's it going? You back at the SABC after that? No, I've never been out of. Well, you just said that you had a little stint <laughs> uh, where you yes, left for a yeah, small exactly. period. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's it's it's. How's the SABC going? It's marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll leave it at that because <laughs> we want to keep our job. <laughs> uh, but but again, being able to be the uh, what is is the word? It would almost be like the well, the to to give people their news. 
is yeah. such a big part of it. News is one of the most important things. It's about require. it's about credibility, actually. And and, and it's it's every one of us like like you know everyone carry each one of us carries a certain amount of energy mm. with us. Mm. The thing that allows you to connect with your audience is the energy that you imbue, that you ooze. Mm. Um, if they can't, if they cannot tap into your energy, then you've lost them. This is why people remain branded or they become such awesome brands regardless of, um, you know, what job they do. It's your energy that you put out. Because a news anchor is your trust. Exactly. You, know, you trust that person. That person is absolutely. telling you six people I got killed <laughs> today. You know, absolutely or, you know. true. Mm. I mean, when I'm off air and I talk to people, and I, I mean, I'm, 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 I sometimes would like to think I'm a stand-up comedian, and I tell people stuff, <laughs> and they actually believe me. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and and obviously, you know, off-the-cuff things that that are meant to be a joke. You know, because they believe you. Of they, course, it is, it's you, like real, for real. You, know? you give the news. Exactly. I mean, every day on SABC Three D, where. Yes. Three times a day. Saying what am I, what, let me just give you an example. Yeah. You know, um, there's this hospital in Soweto called Baraguana Hospital. Yes, we know. It. And so I told the guys in the studio that, do you know who built this hospital? I said, they said, no. I said, it's my grandfather, B.A. Raghunath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> and no. do you know? Oh, my goodness. The word spread oh, around God. the building. Yes. That as if it was a truth. B.A. Raghunath. They actually believed me. <gasps> That is very clever. It hey? was just, you know, clever plan tongue words. in cheek, exactly. But okay, okay. <laughs> That's, so, so, yeah, so your grandfather, where, so where is your descendant? <laughs> you believe me now. I know, I'm, I, know, I was about to do it. You see, because this is what they do, these anchors. Um, but you, you, giving the news, doing the news, being a part of the news is also about, um, not always the negative side of it. It's no, about not also at all. creating yeah. the positive. And I think, yeah, that's why at least the end of the bulletin, something's a bit more it's uplifting. It's been my signature. I mean, like to mm. end the bulletin with something that. with something light, with some with a little off the cuff remark, some some kind of ad lib, uh, a lightness, you know, just to just to tell the guys out there who've been watching, look, you've been through this news, you've you've watched a lot of horrific footage of people, mm. etc. Uh, you've listened, you've seen some stories that were really, really, um, you know, could have affected you in a negative way, mm. but at the end, you just have to tell them, look. It's going to be fine. <laughs> yes, well, it, it, it's, it's going to be fine. You know, and you know, I, I'll never forget. We we had a program that uh, Gareth and I, when we had we were on seven hundred two, we should try and do um, with Led, uh, Reg Lascaris the good news. Yes, but it was very difficult because there's so little of it. There is well, there's a lot of it, but it's not going to yeah. impact on our lives necessarily. Yeah. I know it sounds so silly, and we should, we need more good news. We do, but. But a lot of the time, we do want to know if if there's a strike and someone's going to throw a bomb at the car. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah you we need do, to know. You know, we do know that there was yeah. a big, like seventy five car pile up with fifty dead. You know, exactly. at a certain intersection because yeah. you know, it, that's what what frames our head in some respects, which is not maybe the, necessarily the, the right thing, Chris. Because <laughs> Chris, Chris will do a whole. I'm starting to boil. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but I think it's also human nature. You know, yeah. and, uh, it's uh, not the way to it, do it. It's we human that, nature. There's this. There's people are curious. They want to mm. know what's going on in the world around them but people are also they hook onto the negative they want to know what is the bad stuff that has happened you know and and so which is why you know good news doesn't really sell you know it doesn't really grab well, it does initially and I, t- but, I, I teach you the lesson very simple yeah oh my god did you hear that ellen and sumizi got engaged oh that's lovely let's have a party yeah it's over <laughs> yes nah did you hear they got divorced <laughs> you well, see what i'm saying did you know what actually happened? This is what happened. <laughs> and I heard that that is what... Oh, really? 
and I heard this, and then so, so unfortunately, it's about that. It's, and it's not a good thing because you feel on negative energy. But yes. but it's it's because you know more about well, that. Well, 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 Nelson Mandela in his inaugural speech <laughs> quoted Marianne Williamson's book, A Course in the Miracles, and he said, "We're more afraid of our power than our inadequacies. Mm. Our light, not our darkness, is most frightens us." So we're afraid of that power of positive energy within us and around us. So we'll rather gravitate towards the negative. It's a lot more comfortable. Yeah. Okay. Now, Clive, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me so on board. Clive Maestri is now one of the presenters of, well, is a presenter of Mela, which is a South African Indian program on yep. the SABC. It's, it's the former based, Eastern, yeah. Eastern, sorry, Eastern program. It's similar to what Eastern Mosaic used to be you know, back in the day. It's, it's along those lines, but it's a very different format mm. and it's a more focused on uh, the Eastern youth. But Sarah S is still doing it, eh? Miss Sarah S. Hey, still producing it. She's been there for 30 years. <laughs> We love Sarah, yeah. We, we, it was ZTV, I think, back in the day. Her and Mani Padia, even if we go back in oh time. Oh, my goodness. Those are, those are those days. Yes, yes. We are really old, eh? Hey? It's giving you age. No, no, you can say that. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm not saying you're old. I'm saying I, I'm really old. Um, but so, and I mean, you've got the whole, you've like got this Instagram, billions of people, and Facebook. But firstly, what is it like being in the business? Jeez, I love it. I, I, I was actually chatting to my friend the other day, and we were chatting about careers and stuff, and... And I said to him, I can't imagine myself doing anything else beside this industry. And uh, I can't imagine waking up and, and nothing against admin jobs, but uh, I don't consider myself a square. So um, I think I'm just, I don't know. I, I really love the adrenaline that comes with it. And I still get butterflies going on air. And uh, before I was now, you know, about to go on air, I was like, okay. There is a secret. Let There's me not min- suck. The, the minute you don't have the butterflies <laughs> is the minute that you leave the job. Because Absolutely. You, yes. Everybody's nervous Absolutely. every single time. I mean, as in Absolutely. three, two, one, and you're go on. Mahindra, and you're on. Yes. And you, you be that three, two, one, you're, you're about to you do. It's you actually the to. most exciting part of That's the, the, whole the thing. show. You know, yeah. The moment you start, the moment and you open yeah. your mouth. Because you can breathe. That's what it comes out. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Mahindra and myself were chatting before we came on, and, and I was saying to him, I, I've no idea how people keep a straight face in the news. I would probably crack out laughing at, at nothing, actually. I'd just break down laughing. <laughs> well, let, let me tell you something. <laughs> I, I can, from experience, vouch that I laughed in a, a plane crashed, a small little plane uh, crashed, uh, and people got killed, and John Burks did something very funny in radio, in the studio. Yes. While I was reading it And he did something There was a there was, Believe it or not There was a hooker To distract you And, and he <laughs> took my hand And he put it in a place While I was <laughs> on there And I was reading And in the traffic There is a serious problem on In Germiston And I burst out laughing And I was hysterical But two people had died Oh, oh no! And I was suspended, so don't do that. Yeah. That's stupid. <laughs> no, yeah. Don't do that. I was no, never, you have, you no. have to have self control. <laughs> I, I was suspended, and I wasn't allowed for three months in studio wow. to read traffic from the desk or from the copter. Laughing at the dead. Don't do that. Don't laugh on air. There we go. <laughs> so your involvement with this yes. project. Uh, I mean, one day in time, have you taken a photo? Because seems you love pictures have you taken your photos yet i've not taken my photo yet mm, so we're waiting for it <laughs> I've, I've got lots of photos that i could probably submit but uh not I, of you darling no of south africa <laughs> south africa oh no i'm kidding i'm kidding i totally know what it's about uh, i again touching on those photos i mean gogo was one of the ones that stood out for me as well uh, i think it encapsulates that proper south african homegrown feel and uh this, i mean the lines in her face it's it's stories that uh, I think it's for generations to come, and uh, it's it's just I think it's a I think it's a storybook on its own. You draw from your own inspiration, and um, I mean, like I said in one of the interviews, I mean, I think authenticity is one of the things that uh, everyone's going to be looking for. Um, and and what stands out for you as a South African? I mean, for me, I got asked about it as well, and I'm, I mean, something as simple as as a bry, you know, you don't get that around the world, and it's nothing quite like it in South Africa. So. 
It's it's simple things like that that well, that speak to you as a South African. Uh, we want to see you getting your, all your followers to get onto this project because right. it's great. I, I think they're already on board. And, and I heard you're doing something special with People Magazine and Noah Ark. Yes, yes. When's that happening? That's for Madiba Day. Well, that's happening tomorrow. We're doing the handover. So I contacted People Magazine a few weeks ago asking them if they were doing anything mm-hmm. for Madiba Day. So uh, they sent me a mail back and we basically raising products, clothing, everything you can possibly get for an after-school care. So it's Noah's Ark in Yeovil. We'll be there tomorrow for the entire day, uh, spending with the kids and doing some handovers and all those good things. That is great news. Clive Maestri, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Alan. We Ford. want to watch you on, on, on Mello and see what's happening. Mello and S-A-B-C-3. All those followers. <laughs> Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> um, I, I, we're going to close shortly, but, um, Mandra, mm-hmm. you have followed this for, for the, you've been 16 years, um, in this business. Mm-hmm. And tell me, for you, over the 16 years, Madiba's, what do people in South Africa love to do for others, in your opinion? I think his legacy, you know, is, is so powerful because the first important thing that he said was, um, forgiveness is key. You know, you need to forgive in order to move forward. Um, the other thing was, mm. um, we need to be united as a nation. And he, you know, the, the, and, and nation building is, is at the core of, of, of his beliefs. Um, and this is, you know, for me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very big into nation building. I, I want this nation to be such a powerful one that we can stride across the, you know, the entire globe with so many wonderful achievements. Such, I mean, you know, we have the Tesla car and, you know, we have people who have given so much to the world coming from South Africa. Um, for me, Madiba's legacy of nation building, of forgiveness, of, of moving forward, those are the things that I carry with me every day. Thank you for joining us. And we want to see My pleasure. you. I know you're doing the, the 24 hour f- channel yes, 404, channel 404 yeah. which is the SABC news 24 hour channel. Yeah. And you're there anchoring all day and night. You know, uh, you got him two o'clock this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for joining us in, in studio. It's been my and, pleasure. And yeah, more magical stuff that we want to see from you. Of course, a phenomenal, uh, TV journalist. He trains people. How do people get hold of you if they want to get part of your training process? Well, um, do you have a site or something? Yeah, Marap Media is my company. I do uh, training for corporates. I do trainings for. I do. I train people how to handle the mic, how to handle the the camera, mm. how to be you know comfortable in front of the camera. And we're talking about nervousness and all those other kinds of energies. Um, I like to channel that into a positive way and and work with young people and make them you know transform themselves into TV presenters because it's such an awesome thing. And like you said, you know you know many people think that. You know, to be on television is the end goal, but the way to get into television is to start with the radio. Often. Very, often, very good. Often. Very good. Guys, congratulations on your project, Mandela Day Photo Competition, www.onedayintime.net. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And it's ongoing. We've just finished the first round. We've had our winners. Now we're going for 2017 continue, yeah. and keep, up, keep uploading. uploading. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just do this thing. It's, and it's, fu- this is, this is fun stuff. Yeah. And, and really it doesn't, it makes you feel better about your country. Mandela's Day is happening on the 18th. Do something for your fellow man. Do something for your fellow land. Exactly. For the do, nation. Do, yeah. Do, it does, you can do it for animals. You can do it for anything. Mm. But do something. Because quite frankly, that's what he would want you to do and what we all can do and have the ability to do. More Madiba magic. And that's exactly the point. You know, we'll have uh, PJ Powers on the show next week. And uh, so I thought this is such a great song to close the show. Uh, she did a song many years ago called Something Inside So Strong. Mm. And mm. Um, she did a, a remix with the hip-hop uh, hip Pansula.
which is which is just double HP, which is brilliant. I'm going to play it in a second. But uh, that being said, do something great. This is CliffCentral.com. It's the Unview. We've been talking about Madiba Day, and it's. Uh, I want to thank all my guests. It's been great. Thank you, brother. Thanks. You could talk. Oh, yeah. We have to share too many guests in the studio. Yeah, you can go. Overwhelmed. Remember, you can uh, get hold of the podcast. Yeah, it's easy to listen to us 24 hours a day whenever you wish to, even if it's in a few weeks' time. Yeah, Alan Ford being with you. It's The Unview. Look off. The Unview. The thin, the rich, and the fabulous on cliffcentral.com.